This is your emergency broadcast system. You are listening to the hashtag This with the Beer podcast. Business that you never heard before. Now, belt up and shut up. It's going to be a bumpy flipping ride. May God be with you all. Welcome, friends, and thank you for joining me once again. However, I was a bit worried that I wouldn't be able to make it here tonight. Uh, fortunately, due to a hole in the prosecutor's case, I am here. So lucky for you. This is the 48th episode of the business podcast that is authentic, shameless, unapologetic, and raw. This is the hashtag biz with the beard podcast business as you've never heard before. I am your host, the beard, Kerfee Smith. Now, for a lot of people, I get how hard it is to find someone who's funny, adorable, and a total badass. So my only advice for you is don't forget to follow me and the show. All right. So actually, though, in all seriousness, I wanted to give a sincere shout out to all of our listeners and now viewers. I'm truly appreciative of every single one of you, all the support you guys give us. And you have shown to me and the show. And if you enjoy today's episode, please subscribe on any of the platforms that are out there. There's many of them. And we are on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or whatever it is you listen to, right? Then if you like the show and got something out of it, please give it five stars and remind all of your friends and connections on social media to listen and subscribe as well. And as you may have caught, I did say viewers earlier, and that means hashtag biz with the beer podcast in its entirety is now on YouTube as well. So go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there as well. Give us a thumbs up, leave a comment, and then share with all your friends. Now, as many of you know, especially now that we are on video, I have a pretty nice beard, right? And during the past two seasons, I would get samples of beard products from many different beard companies from all over the uh, you know all over the country and people wanted me to try it and promote it all right and I was very appreciative and a lot of them were very wearable they were nice and you know some weren't so much but none of them you know none of them I, I wasn't unappreciative for what they did and I thought that was really cool they would send me out stuff and then one day out of the blue I received an email I believe it was an email, maybe it was a message uh, from a small company in Illinois called Anyaker Beard Company that wanted to send some out to me, all right, and send some samples. And I received the package. And let me tell you first, the package was amazing. The stuff came in this little tiny burlap sack. There's a personalized card. I think it was kind of like a uh, chalkboard card, which made it kind of cool looking. Um, and then all these samples. I think I got a t-shirt as well. And you might have seen me wear that t-shirt every now and then. One of the samples was called Humidor. And some of you may know that I smoke a stogie once a week if I meet all my accomplishments for the week, right? And I was obviously drawn to this scent. And once I tried it, man, I, I was just hooked. I, I, I never, ever tried anything like this. And I didn't want to wear anything else. I mean, that was the only thing I wanted to wear. So jump forward to about a year or so, maybe not even, I don't think it was even a year. The owner and I were talking. And we decided it would be really cool to do a collaboration together and have a scent based off the podcast and myself. So 
he asked me, tell me about yourself. And obviously I mentioned the cigar, uh, my love for bourbon, that cigar goes with a bourbon as well, um, that I'm a business consultant. I was looking for something that was, I would say a little sophisticated, but yet still manly, right? We don't want any sissy boys. We want to be able to wear the tie, but still be able to change a tie, right? Or run a chainsaw. Um, something that would say or smell like if someone would sniff you, man, that is a confident man. That's what a man should smell like. Well, the man is an artist, guys. And he went straight to work and created the new scent called Hashtag Biz. And that debuted a few weeks ago and sold out in record pace. The reviews came in all over YouTube and throughout the beer com community. And on the second release, it sold out within, I believe, two days. He has now released a released it a third time. And I'm not sure where we're at with this. Uh, but it, it, if history tells you anything, man, you need to go out and get it because it's going to sell out again fast. So with that, I wanted to have the owner, Adam on because he is an entrepreneur and even though i don't like to be shown up he has a killer beard that is way better than mine uh he's had an amazing journey to where he to where you know where he's been to where he's gotten and a bright future as well so with that hailing from pekin illinois he is the owner of the award-winning beard product company anyaka beer company that produces and sells the hashtag biz with the beard podcast scent called hashtag biz he was previously a personal trainer and general manager at Gold's Gym. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm extremely excited to introduce to you the owner and CEO of Anyaka Beer Company, Mr. Adam Hahn. Welcome to the hashtag Biz with the Beard podcast, buddy. Well, thank you for having me, man. Um, it's always an honor when somebody offers to have me on one of their shows and uh, especially a, a fellow bearded man like yourself well hey, and yours puts mine to shame man, well. well you know one thing i've learned about that man is uh all beards are awesome dude so it that's doesn't right really matter you know that's i'm right. sure i'm sure if you decided to go with a little less of the business look and just let it grow like it would look just as good as mine so we'll, we'll put that one aside <laughs> man but either way a couple dudes with killer beards hanging out what beats that but uh right, right. I, I will say man yeah i know you have some illinois ties man so i just appreciate you not saying peck in illinois peck you know, in illinois right yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what i get the most man but are uh, you serious oh yeah yeah for sure man but uh you know whatever as long as they know it's illinois and i'd rather not be in illinois either but um but yeah man i really appreciate you having me on buddy it's an honor to be on here cool. I'm, i love seeing your success and stuff so it's a treat for me to get to come on and, and hang with you bud well th this collaboration has just been fun i think it's been kind of surprising uh, to us both of how well it's been received but you know before i start getting into that i, I gotta ask you something and i probably should have asked you a long time ago and, and, and since we're talking about pronunciation of words, and this is something I've never asked, you know, and I, I probably haven't asked because, I mean, your shit is so good, but, but what the, what in the hell is an Anyaker? What is, I, I got to understand, what, what's behind the yeah. name? So, because I would say when I first started seeing it, I would call it Honeyocker. I don't know mm -hmm. if anybody else was an idiot who did that like me, but then once I started talking, oh, it's Anyaka. That makes more sense. It sounds cool. Yeah, man, that I, I will tell you right now, that has uh, probably helped draw attention to the company, the name itself, just because yeah. it's so oddball, you know, and realistically, just a quick backstory on that. It's uh, my last name is Han. 
And so when we were kids, my grandpa, my dad's dad would always call us little Han Yockers. And, <laughs> and, uh, and there so when, when I was sitting down, you know, starting this stuff, it was kind of like, man, I want it to be personal, but I don't want it to seem vain, you know, like, yeah. So, so it's like, I, I was sitting at the gym one day, actually, my mom came in to work out and was talking to her before she cut out. And, uh, it just kind of rolled off the tongue, man. I was like, you know, what, what is a little inside thing that not everybody's going to know is personal, yeah. but, uh, and, and it just, uh, as soon as I said it, I was like, that's what I'm doing, man. Like I didn't even second guess it. I, and I did not even think, well, nobody's going to know how to pronounce this, or this is going to be a struggle for people because I knew it. I didn't think about other people. And I'm going to tell you right now, buddy, that damn name has been butchered over the last couple of years. <laughs> Worse than what man. I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all kinds of stuff, but it's fun, man. It adds to the, the fun part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so it, it comes from your, did your grandfather have a beard? Uh, off and on at times, off man, definitely, definitely not a year round type of beard person. Okay. Okay. But you are right. Have you always been that way or no, man, I'll tell you what I started this because my sister's boyfriend at the time always had a really nice long beard and she was making fun of me. She was like, Adam, you can't even grow a mustache, you know? And I really? really, yeah. And I'd <laughs> never really tried, man. I'd always kept it, you know, just that scruff, you know, real tight yep, and stuff. Yep. And cause I have patchy cheeks and stuff. If when it's shorter, they really are pronounced how patchy my stuff is. But, uh, you know, I was like, you know what? Piss on it. I'm going to try this out. And I grew a handlebar mustache and I was curling it up. <laughs> I, I, I rocked that for about six months. And when I got tired of trying to perfect it every morning, I was like, well, I didn't think I'd really grow that good of a mustache. So let me just try the beard. And I went through the shitty stages, man, just looking like a homeless dude patches here <laughs> and everywhere. But I was like, I'm letting it go. And uh, so here's what you get. If you just ignore what you think is going to be a crappy beard and just go. With right. It, man. Right. So. Yeah. Well, that, that's cool. I'm glad we got to know you a little bit as far as how that all started. So before we start getting a little bit serious, in a weak attempt to make the guests feel more comfortable this year, um, I want to play a game in order to get to you know more intimately, if that's okay with you, right? Yeah, man. And, and so and this is what I, I, I've started to do this. I did it last time, and I think you've probably seen it on, on the videos as well. Um, but I'm going to say one word or term, and you need to answer as fast as you can with the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you, are you cool with this? Under, put me under pressure. I, know, I don't know how right? well I'll do, but let's try it. Uh, okay. Are you ready to play this? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We're going to play. Who is Adam, right? Now, you, you, uh, let me know when you're ready. So we're doing one word answers. You, you give me one word and I give you just a one word answer. Or? An answer as fast. You can answer as fast. It was a word or okay. first thing comes to your mind. But okay. I'm going to say it really fast. You just got to say, you have to say, first thing comes to your mind, right? Okay. Here we go. Hall and Oates, great 80s band or corny Philly disco duo? favorite band of all time <laughs> i kind of knew that that's why i asked <laughs> so that's your favorite band of all time hollow notes it, it is I, I gotta ask so how did that happen a guy with a massive looking beard yeah well i'll tell you what i i really i i appreciate good musicians and i appreciate guys that can really sing even without the the uh, studio 
mm -hmm. all that crazy stuff changing and everything. But I always loved just the way that you could, it's their sing along songs, man. And there's just yep. one right after another that you could put the CD in and let it go from point A to point B and just be cool with. And I'm a rocker at heart, but for, but I love me some Hall and Oates, man. That's all. So have you, have you seen his uh, show? I don't know if it's even still on. It used to be on his, uh, was it at Daryl's house or Daryl's? Yeah. Studio? Yeah. yeah yep. that's, that's pretty cool. He's had some great and amazing guests on there. Yep. All right. We'll get back to the game. Ever cry in a movie and which one? Ooh, I, fastest answer to that would probably be Schindler's List. Oh, really? Okay. That's a good one. My Pillow, greatest thing ever or overpriced, overhyped bag of feathers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, uh, I've done some homework. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. 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 You have. <laughs> I, I, lo I, I love Mike Lindell, but uh, at first that pillow sucked until I beat the <laughs> shit out of it. And then I was, then I like it. If you could push a button and make everybody in the world just 7% happier, but also place a worldwide ban on all beard styling products, would you do it? Absolutely. Really? Mm -hmm. You're a better man than me. Only 7% getting rid of all my beard products. I don't know, man. That's not. <laughs> Dude, our, our society needs some serious help. So whatever I can do. <laughs> you're the man. You're, you're, you're not only you're cool looking, you're a nice guy, man. <laughs> Besides agreeing to the show, what's your biggest regret? Oh, shoot. Oh, God, that's a tough one, man. Pro probably, probably not furthering my education. Hmm. Good one. Um, what is a country you would never mind visiting in your life? That I wouldn't mind visiting? Or you would never want to visit? Never want to visit? Yeah, you never mind never visiting. Yeah, I guess that's the way to put it. Well, I'll just go with the current topic. I could care less about China. <laughs> Were you getting politics in the show? Maybe I think I could I think kind of steer in that way. Yeah, we better we better set up a couple more shows if we're going to go down that road. <laughs> Bobby Knight, the goat, or just a big bully? Ah, uh, to me, to me, buddy, that's that's the man. Yeah, you're you're a Hoosier fan, aren't you? I, I'm a big Indiana guy. Their basketball team. What, what what's suck. going on with the, what is going on? They what, suck, man. They, they, uh, they just don't want anybody that has the, uh, the uh, persona of Bob anymore, man. They don't want the coach to be the biggest thing at the university anymore. So they just keep trying to hire some mid-major guys and, uh, yeah. you know, they don't want the basketball program to be as powerful as it used to be. I love Bobby. I, I'm an Iowa Hawkeye fan. I think you know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which the Hawkeyes basketball, they're doing pretty damn good. This yes, year. they are. Um, Luke Garza, yeah, the guy's just um, Garzilla is a monster. But uh, man, I was a huge Bob Knight fan. Even though I was a Hawkeye fan, I loved Bob Knight, just old yeah. school, and so I loved it. And now, now you have noticed they have spotted something in Bloomington, Indiana, for the first time in thirty years. They've well, I mean, spotted a football team, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that ain't no kidding, brother. Right? They were pretty I, good this year. I generally don't follow the football because it's been atrocious. But I earlier this season, I was like, they're doing that damn good. I was yeah. like, you know, and then, but uh, yeah, man, whatever, whatever the Hoosiers can do, buddy. You know, I'm I'm born in Indiana, born in Indianapolis, so um, I'm just a I'm a I'm a diehard Hoosier. As a matter of fact, I don't watch any other sports. I'm I'm just a college basketball fanatic really? college cool. person yeah cool would you climb a mountain or jump from a plane which one mountain yeah what's your biggest pet peeve not including stupid questions from annoying hosts liberals <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, we'll get we'll get in that. Last one, Mexican food or Chinese food? Uh, Mexican man. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Got any got any favorite places over there in Pekin or uh, Central Illinois or is there um, we have a real good one here locally. You know, I was spoiled because my grandma's a hundred. My my grandma's full blooded Mexican. My mom's mom. okay. So so I've grown up having home cooked Mexican food Man, my whole so life. Man, you got so, good stuff. Yeah, so I've I've had that. But the restaurant here um, is really good. They they uh, they make it spicy for me, which I like. So um, yeah, I'm I'm set here. Two minutes up the road, got a decent place. Cool. That's awesome. Well, now I appreciate you playing. I think, you know, again, yeah, I, uh, I reached out and asked a couple of questions with people that know you uh, to try to get some topics, to try to shake you a little bit there. So, yeah, yeah. So don't take I it don't... out. Don't take it out on her when you go back. <laughs> <laughs> you can believe it, Kirby asked me. So, well, I no, know exactly good. what he asked me. So All in good fun, man. Yeah. So, 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 so tell me this. So before Anyaker, um, you worked at Caterpillar Corporation in their foundry. Uh, was that in Pekin, Illinois, right? Or is that where you- That's, it's uh, about- 15 minutes from peak in a little town called Mapleton. Okay. So you worked in the fact, uh, in the foundry for 10 years. So now you made mention you're from Indiana originally, what brought you here and when, and how, you know, just kind of explain that journey with me. Yeah. I've, I've been here since I was a little kid. I've been in Illinois since I was a okay. little kid. My dad got job transferred here. He works for what was once Wabco, which is Komatsu now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, he took the job transfer over here and, uh, but all my family was always still in Indianapolis. So we, it was the fun time for me as a kid going back on summer vacations and getting to hang out with family and stuff. Um, and I just, dude, I don't, I don't know. I moved here when I was relatively young, but I've just always identified with being from Indiana. I don't yeah. consider myself from Illinois. From Illinois. No, you're, you're Hoosier than to art, huh? Um, so you worked at Caterpillar. So you, you went to Pekin High School, probably. Was that right? Or I actually went to Morton, Morton okay. a little town called Morton. Yep, I know uh, Morton. Yeah. And graduated, you go to college. You said you didn't further further education. You went, you, you went straight to Caterpillar? Or tell me about, you know, what, what was Adam doing at that point in his life? What was going through his head? Well, I'll tell you, man, early on for me, I struggled in school. Um, I, I, I didn't know it at the time, but, you know, I, I struggled bad with ADD. Um, and I was, couldn't focus in school. I was a very subpar student, not necessarily failing, but enough to get by. And, uh, and so when I got, and I've always been kind of a dreamer curfew. So I've never really seen myself as somebody that wants to work nine to five. Right. Um, but when I, when I got out of high school, I actually was going to move back to Indianapolis to study music theory with my uncle, my dad's brother, who's a musician in Indianapolis. Hmm. And, uh, excuse me. And, um, and before I did that, I met my kids as mom. So I did move back for a couple months. And then of course, you know how young kids are when you got um, a female. So I had to move back, but, uh, you know, it was one of those things where I didn't have a college education after high school. Uh, My dad and everybody has always been a blue collar worker. So it was like, okay, let's get to work. Had a kid on the way and stuff like that. So got responsibilities. Yeah. Yep. So applied for Caterpillar and got hired on at the foundry and uh worked third shift for for many many years there and then one day third shift huh yeah yeah i started out on second for about a year and then i went to third and worked that for the majority man that's Uh, that's interesting i've worked third shift before my life and that's just uh yeah it's just uh it's an odd thing but once you get used to it you get used to it but it's it's still odd right especially you know when the weekends come and stuff like that you try to adjust Mm -hmm. then you then you have to adjust back but i mean you may mention though you know you're working here 
I mean, did you ever sit there in the back of your mind? You, you said you're a dreamer. You have ADD, right? And what's a funny, interesting, an interesting fact is a lot of entrepreneurs do have ADD, right? Mm-hmm. Um, who had, you know, had that just, you know, I'd say learning disability, whatever. They've struggled in high school because they, they just can't sit still at a nine to five. Did that affect your job or were you constantly thinking, you know, I, I've got to do something else or there is something else I want to do. This isn't for me. Did you know it? Or did you just, was there a time you just say, no, this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. And how did you deal with that? Yeah, well, for me, I don't have ADHD, so I'm not that hyper person. I'm the person that um, can't keep my mind focused for more than two seconds, or if it's uh, multiple things going on at one time. I went through a period where I would just get so frustrated over minuscule things, man. And uh, down to when it was Christmas time, you'd have to, we'd go over to my mom's, we'd have to pack up everybody's gifts to leave and it would become overwhelming for me. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, and it would, it would cause uh, physical outbursts, man, punching things and getting irate. And uh, so I decided to go ahead. And, and you're a big guy, so you could do some damage. <clears throat> well, I don't know about big guy, man. I'm trying to lose weight and become well, a no, muscular right guy, now. right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, so I ended up going to the doctor, man, just to be like, what the hell? You know, I, ha- I do have a little bit of family history of bipolarism and things like that. So I went to the doctor and he was like, you know, Adam, he goes, you're not getting mad because you just have a a hot temper. He was like, he read off some questions for me. Let me take questionnaire stuff. You go, see what you're doing here is your brain isn't working as fast as most people. So it starts to, you know, be like a TV channel. That's all blurry and right. And and you don't know, you can't process fast enough. So you turn to anger and, uh, and so, man, I'll tell you what, when I, when I got on the medication, like my mom to this day says, don't you ever stop taking that medication? Like it's like that big of a day. difference. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it, as far as it <clears throat> affecting my job, it never really affected my job. It was just a matter of sometimes when I get overwhelmed, a couple things going on at one time, I tend to get a little frustrated, yeah. but, uh, job performance man i've always moved up wherever i was at when i worked at caterpillar i was there for six months they made me a lead man over people that had 30 years in there they 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 were taking me on trips to uh the lafayette indiana caterpillar plant to do quality control inspections so you were moving Um, up pretty quickly and doing well yeah yeah and that's just you just didn't like it that's just work ethic, man. But um, as far as me not liking it, you know, 10 years of working in the foundry, man, it just, it just, I get bored easy. Yeah. And, and I mean, 10 years isn't a little bit of time, but I mean, you know, it's, it got to the point, man, where one day I'm very spontaneous about things. One day I woke up and I'm like, I'm not doing this shit no more. Yeah. And so I talked to Emily, I'm like, what do I want to do that I could have fun doing? And that's when I went ahead and got my personal uh, trainer degree or, or certification was fitness always a big thing for you prior to that is that is that is that why you kind of leaned it and it made did fitness help you deal with add too or you know trying to uh, i don't know some people you know work out try to distract themselves a little bit and get out that type of energy did it help you is that why i mean tell me yeah i uh i i didn't get into lifting until i met a guy at caterpillar and uh and i started working out with him in my early 20s and uh and it just has always stuck with me since then in one form or fashion. It's kind of one of those things where it's, it's I've been doing it long enough now to where it's, it's just a routine. Like if I don't do it as part of the day, 
then I don't feel right, you know, but right. it definitely helps get frustration out. It definitely helps make you feel better. You know, your endorphins get kicked in. You feel like you're not a lazy piece of shit. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it, it helps you that way for sure. So how do you go again? So you moved up at goals, right? You became the GM, right? Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think you may mention that to me earlier. Um, what made you decide then? I mean, obviously you had stubble, would you have the beard then or did you have the stubble or what, how did you make the transition from a stubble faced guy who's working out at the gym to say, you know what, I want to do the, this beard product thing. How did you make that transformation? I made that transformation because during the time at the gym is when my sister basically challenged me, told me that I couldn't grow the mustache. So, that, so, okay. yeah. <clears throat> so once I started just growing facial hair, then I knew I needed to use some product uh, to kind of help it, you know? And so the products that I tried, there were a few that were okay, much like your intro. I did try one though, that kind of real early on that really dried my beard hairs out. And I'm like, this sucks, man. And right. so I just started doing research on making stuff for myself and uh and then it kind of just went from there curfew just so you, I mean, yeah so you just got kind of focused on it and dove into it because and, that, and that's great because you're right i mean when i first started growing my beard and i started using beard products because it was kind of crazy at first right and i didn't know how to didn't know how to tame it and i didn't want to wear it a little bit longer than normal um there's some just some crappy stuff out there and i you know people would send me stuff i'm like oh man that's smells kind of like waxy or you know it just stinks mm -hmm. and, and uh you know you know some of them are out there's one product i'm not gonna mention its name that i smell that's in like a uh, major uh, uh barber salon or you know haircutting place mm -hmm. that and it's just it's soapy smelling. I'm like, I don't want that stuff in my beard, man. I, I, I want it to be, you know, something different. And then when I got your stuff, I was like, whoa. I mean, I got some other stuff, but man, that it just really hit me. And 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 you just had some scents that were different. And like I said, they're a lot of them are manly. And uh, you know, that that's why I fell in love with them. So, you know, you know, good job. I'm glad, I'm glad you made that move, man. <laughs> well, thanks, man. I appreciate it, brother. But uh, yeah, I, uh, that's kind of the thing with, with the way I create, man, is uh, I look at having a beard as kind of like a manly thing. And I know there's a million different ways you can classify manly, right? To everybody, right. manly may be something different. But, um, you know, when I, when I sent create, it definitely has to be manly, which kind of puts me at sometimes at a disadvantage, man, because a lot of the popular stuff out there is... Uh, kind of on the the fruity uh food scent stuff and and i just i can't do it man i, I can't create <laughs> that, stuff like that yeah right is that because the guys want to wear it or is that because the guys girlfriends want them to wear it well you know you, you, that, that, that's a good question man but you know being in the beard you know business i i see a lot of guys talk and stuff man they seem to really enjoy that stuff and to each their own man i just yeah. know i'm not going to put out anything that i know i wouldn't wear you know? so, so you're at the gym, you started doing this, the beer thing. What, what was your very first, what was your very first scent? And then when did you realize, man, I have something here? Well, my very first one that I did was the one that I just re-released for a short run yeah, called I saw 57. That. And, uh, I made that one with my dad in mind. He's always been a very clean cut, masculine man, a, a manly man, but always properly groomed and took care of himself. So I wanted something that kind of represented that. And uh, 
So I came up with that one, man. And what I did was I'd just take the stuff to the gym and I'd had plenty of guys there, obviously. And I'd be like, Hey man, smell this. Let me know what you think. And, and the more things I did, the more positive feedback I started doing. So I was like, you know, <clears throat> here, take a bottle of that $5 here, $5. You know, I thought, well, I'll just, I'll just do <laughs> this. Away, a, man. You know, I'll just do this as a little, you know, at the time I didn't even have labels done up, you know, or anything like that. So, but you know, early on and then, uh, and I just started tinkering with other stuff and uh, found my specific way that I like to create scent profiles and just have ran with it, buddy. Yeah. What, I mean, when did you know, Hey, I have a business here or what, what was that defining moment? Do you, do you remember? Um, I think the gym played a big part in it, Curfee, because of the feedback I was getting. And it wasn't like, yeah, this stuff is good. I'd have people come back to me the next day and be like, dude, I got this stuff in and I love it, man. You know, and then I'd they'd start turning other people on to it and other people on to it that they know. And and uh how many set profiles are out there? For me or just in general? In general, well, in, in general, if I was going to go out to your website, how many are out there? Oh, okay. For the website, for me personally, on my site, probably, I don't know, seven to 10, I'd have to count okay. them off the top of my head, but I don't want it to grow much more than that. I mean, there's always yeah. a possibility to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, creating new, 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 new. But, you know, you and I have talked about that kind of just want to slow the roll on that and worry about more of the, the growing the business stuff with what yeah. I already have. <clears throat> yeah. And you, you've been primarily retail then mostly on your website and or have you done Metro sale? Uh, well, I mean, I in some, some barber shops here locally and online, you know, um, direct to customer mainly, you know, yeah. um, just because it's so easy to reach people. Yeah. You know, obviously. So but, what's uh, your, what's your favorite scent that you ever created? My personal favorite is my Christmas scent called Snow Blind. Um, yes, I've tried that. Yeah, I, I, I like it because it's deep, a little bit smoky, and, and uh, has some depth to it. I like darker scents. Personally, man, the Humidor is my best creation ever. I don't know that I'll ever be able to, uh, to replicate that in my mind. Um, there's a lot of people who would disagree because a lot of my scents are rather unique. You know, I have uh, yeah. one called The Elder that is super, super unique. Um, I've got one of the best barbershops on the scent, according to people. Avenue Blue has always been listed as one of the best barbershops since out there. Yes. So I've been fortunate to have my my stuff praised rather highly. Hey, and hashtag biz, people are like great. Oh, yeah, some, dude. Some yeah. people are sitting there saying this is your best ever. And I'm like, wow, that says a lot because yeah. I, humanor to me, it was just like on a different level than nothing I've ever smelled like before. And I was just like, that would be real. I mean, that's a compliment for people to say that. But um, yeah, so, yeah, that that's pretty cool. So I, I guess I have to say hashtag biz is my favorite, but I don't know. Sure you do, man. Yeah. <laughs> Damn straight, but, I mean, but humidor is that's, you know, that's kind of the pinnacle for me. So, yeah. Yeah, it, uh, man, I'll tell you, there's a lot of people out there that give me a lot of feedback through direct messages and stuff. And there's a lot of people that got a hold of me after we released hashtag biz that were like, Adam, it's the best, uh, you know, uh, cigar bourbon leather combination I've ever smelled, you know, um, because that was our challenge, right? When I, when you asked me about my profile, like, what do you want to be? You know, who is curfew? Who is he? And I said, well, you know, this is me. I have a cigar and bourbon, so I want to do that. And I, I could kind of tell you're like, man, that's been done before. You know, you know, you're probably thinking, I don't want to, is this going to be a waste of time? But man, you went at it and you went at it hard. 
And what you came up with was exact. I mean, it, it like it, it, it carries almost like a clone smell mm -hmm. at the end of it, right? Correct. Yeah, I I'll tell you, man. Like that's when I knew that I had the 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 formulation right to enough to send to you the sample bottle to make sure you liked it. Was when after I had it in beard, it morphed into something that was just. It was like, okay, you get some leather and some bourbon up front. And then all of a sudden, like as time goes on, you just get this combination of them all blending so well together that you're right. It just kind of comes its own colony type of sophisticated manliness. And I was like, all right, we're rolling with this one as long as he's good with it. Yeah. And as soon as I smelled it, I loved it. And, and my wife smelled it. She's like, what are you wearing? And I said, that's hashtag biz. And yeah. it's, it's kind of fun. And, and, and what's really fun to sit there and to walk into a place. I've walked into places to pick up a pizza and someone go, man, you smell really good. What are you wearing? It's so cool to say, hey, I'm wearing me. Um, right. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Uh, and, you know, a lot of my people, uh, friends and uh, followers, they've gone out. I know they've gone out and bought it. I mean, the, the scent has done amazing. It sold out in the first day in record time. Is that right? That is correct, man. Second release, it sold out again, what, a day or two, right? Yep. Yep. The first run and the second run. Went Where are we really on the good. third run? <clears throat> Still doing well or? Yeah, the third, oh, man, I just, uh, um, I, I sell some every day, man. Really? You, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's still moving good. And what you'll find, bud, is you'll, in, at least in the beer stuff, because there's so many companies, Curfee. I mean, there's, there's, mm -hmm. there's thousands, man. And, and so what you'll find is the initial release and maybe the follow-up because of the people that didn't get them uh, or didn't get a chance to get it. Those will sell quick. And then what I do is I'll just move it into the lineup. And then as new people start to come along and try other stuff, then they'll see that and they'll want to buy that. So it's really one of those things is if it's a winner, it'll have longevity. And I definitely think right. this one has the potential for longevity, man. Yeah, I mean, it got great reviews uh, on YouTube in the beard community and some of the individuals that do that. Um, yep. and, that and that's, you know, uh, so hats off to you. I mean, I, I truly believe you're an artist. Um, do you think that's it? I mean, you, right now for a while, do you think that you have enough pro profile sense that you say, you know what, this is what I want? Or is there anything out there that you said, you know, I kind of want to tackle this or, or are you good for now? I do have one that I'm working on right now. At one point in time, I had a, a scent called North Country, and uh, and it got taken off the lineup. Sold really well at first, but it didn't have that staying power like I was just talking about. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to replace that because I want an outdoorsy Western uh, United States profile. I love that vibe. So I'm working on one to replace that. Um, but like we've talked before, buddy, I don't plan creations. If I get an idea, then I'll sit down. If I don't have one, then I work hard on just getting new people to buy what I already have. Cause I'm confident in that. I don't ever just sit down with some fragrance and essential oils and just try to make something out of nothing because I do not work well that way. Right. I, I, I create these It's funny. We're talking about beard products, but I create these in an artist format where I will envision something in my head and then I'll pick pieces out of that picture in my head from a sense standpoint and combine them to get the overall feel of that, that, that picture I had in my head. And that's kind of how I create. So if I don't have that picture and I'm not ready to create, then it ain't going to happen. Yeah. So let's talk about the process of creating a scent. 
I mean, someone who has ADD, right? And, and I think you're an artist. Are you, I mean, are you a perfectionist? Is it difficult to go through that process? I mean, explain it to me. How often do you go through something like that and you just like keep tossing it, keep tossing it till you finally get it? Or is it just something that it, it comes natural to you? There are, so, the humidor was done on the first try, dude. And, really? and I, I mean, that, that, that just goes to show you how much that one was just meant to be. Um, but then I have one that, that is called body language and, uh, body language. I mean, I fought and fought and fought and fought with that one. I knew exactly wanted it, what I wanted it to be. And I just could not, it was so close, but it wasn't right. I'd wake up at three in the morning, get up and start working on it again, just because I'd wake up out of a dead sleep piss that I was, couldn't get it right. Um, so it's, it's sometimes it's a chore, man. And yeah. <clears throat> I find myself, if I try too hard, then I fail. I just need to sometimes walk away and come back with a clear head and uh, go back at it, whether that's a week later, the next day, a month later, whatever it will be. Um, but uh, sometimes it can be a, a bear. Other times it's, it's like I'll nail it right off the bat. So kind of a toss yeah. of the coin, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, so tell me a little bit about your product and we kind of talked about the process, but you know, it's not just about creating the scent and the smell because that's really important. At the end of the day, I mean, it's like a car. It might look good, but it runs like shit. Uh, right. nobody, nobody wants it. Um, your products work really well. And, you know, everyone, I think everyone uses, you know, oils and balms and butters differently. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I use, you know, for me, when I get having a shorter beard, but still long, but not extremely long, I get out of the shower, towel dry my beard, rub, go put the oil in it, let it kind of sit and simmer a little bit, blow dry it the rest of the way. You know, yeah, I do blow dry it. And then, and, and then, uh, and then I'll, uh, you know, put the comb through it and the brush, and then I'll put the balm in it to give mm -hmm. it that, you know, that staying power i think where a lot of products fail is right there right does it does it do what it's supposed to do or is it what i hear a lot of time is is, is it, it's too greasy mm -hmm. i i feel mine you, feel, you can see mine stay in there it's full and it's not greasy at all i mean how how did you get to that point and i mean how do you get to that process I, that, that's what just blows me away well <clears throat> there's a uh First of all, you have to know what the hell you're wanting from a product, right? Right. And as the maker, it's a little easier to do than you guys having to search out for the one company who decided they had the same vision for what they wanted in a product as you do. I can just, I can just make it the way I want it, you know? So uh, for me, <clears throat> I wanted, um, like when you're talking about the bombs, my bombs have been highly you know, touted for quite some time now, um, because they're, they're just that perfect mix between, uh, very workable in your, in your hand and, and still giving you the hold without it being so stiff that it's nasty. Right. Um, the, the butters, my butters are a lot different than anybody else's butters because <clears throat> when I made my butter, I wanted it to be what it was supposed to be a butter. So it's, it's, it's highly, uh, butters are a huge part in the ingredients. A lot of people will put more of the carrier oils blended in. So it's a little thinner breaks down a lot easier. 
but yeah, I it find, becomes greasy then. <clears throat> excuse me. I got this frog in my throat, but yes, that's all right. Yeah, exactly. It becomes greasy and I did not want that. So, I mean, after all, I just put beard oil in. Why do I want to put a butter that is primarily oils right. in on top of it? So you, people will notice with my beard butters that they are pretty thick out of the tin, but as soon as you warm them up in your hands, it melts down to nothing and you can apply it. Um, so it's all just me tinkering around originally trying to figure out the right ratio of butters versus oils versus waxes and it's a trial and error thing until you get it right man um and obviously you use your own beard as a test you know get get yeah. a pig and yeah, everyone's beard's different right right so and that's kind of the cool thing man you i mean you know i'm, I'm not going to tell you hanyaker is the best thing since sliced bread everybody's I preferences <laughs> everybody's <laughs> preferences is different you know on what they want and stuff so but i know that it works for my beard and i told emily i was like you know if it works for mine damn it that's going to work for other people's it may not work for everybody but it's definitely going to work for others so we're going to roll with it no no that's cool that's cool so i mean you, you use you use social media a lot right every time you roll something out i mean you're, you're constantly on instagram facebook putting you know videos out there and i see you on youtube and uh uh on different types of shows and what have you um is that difficult you know putting yourself out there like that for me at the beginning, it really was curfew because uh, like I said in my last show that I just did with a couple of good friends that have been around for a long time with me, I'm somewhat of an introvert, man. I've gotten better over the couple of years doing this, but man, early on, I remember Emily telling me we were standing outside one day and she said, Adam, you're going to have to put yourself out there or you might as well just wrap this up and give it up because like you have to, you have to become, get out of your shell a little bit. Um, and so over time, forcing myself to do stuff, you know, mm -hmm. facing my fear head on and just telling it to F off, you know, and, <laughs> and you know, and, and you just get better at it. So I've definitely become, do I still have a little bit of anxiety prior? Like before I hopped on with you, I'm like, all right, man, it's go time. I feel like I'm some <laughs> rock and roll star, you know? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. No. I mean, I, so I mean, but put your, I mean, it, Tell me about putting yourself out there, just not on video, but on social media, but putting your product out there. Because we talk about this is you, this is your creation, man. You're an artist. I mean, how does it feel when someone just praises you? I mean, do you get anxiety before you release something? Okay, do you stress about it? Or do you just say, you know, I really don't care. I like it. It's good. Or, or do you stress about it? And how, how does it make you feel when they do praise you? Well, if I get one done that I know will appeal to the masses, I don't sweat it that much. But a lot of my stuff is, is very unique. So a lot of my stuff has never been done before mm -hmm. um, to where I do get a little bit of nerves. Like, oh, man, well, I know I see everybody liking, uh, you know, uh, apple pie and this, that, the other in their beard. Are they going to like this manly stuff? you know, like, but, uh, so, I mean, it's, it's died down a little bit as far as my nervousness release and stuff, but I always get really good feedback, but, uh, yeah, man, when somebody DMS me or reaches out to me and you know, man, Adam, this is the best stuff I've tried. It takes a, it, I'll save that DM for a, for a day or so, so I can go back and keep reading it and it Motivate keeps me, you. yeah, keeps me motivated, keeps me humble, I truly appreciate, I'm still a small business, man. So I still can afford the time to thank everybody genuinely for any, yeah. any purchases and things like that, which I like that part of it. What about negative feedback? Have you ever received in that? Or tell me about a time when you, you have received negative feedback and how, how did you handle that? Yeah. 
I had a, one of the bigger reviewers uh, in the in the beard game uh, do a review for me one time, and uh, I didn't I didn't even know he was releasing it. Usually, when I when we set, do, set up a, a thing to do a review, you know, the person will get a hold of me, be like, "Hey, I'm dropping this tomorrow at 9 a.m. or whatever the heck the time is," you know. And uh, I was getting ready for work one morning when I still worked at the gym, and uh, my my DM started blowing up. That, uh, this, that, that this guy put out the video and it was negative. I'm like, I didn't even know he was putting it out yet. So I got on and watched it. And, uh, you know, for him, he said that it made him sneeze um, and, and different things like that. And, uh, you know, everybody else in the community was real taken back because curfew, I'll tell you right now, man, made him like sneeze. Yeah, like he was. I don't know whether it was the the per, the essential oils in it or whatever. He said the that the uh, co wash burn his skin. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I'm not real sure. I've never had anybody else say that. You know, but my reaction to that was I literally got on the 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 YouTube channel. I watched it and I got down in the comments and I I told him I appreciate his time. I don't have. I know the masses love the product, man. Um, and if I got offended by, by one out of a thousand that say something, right. um, then I'd lose my mind. Um, I have been fortunate to have a, just a killer hardcore team following on these, these products, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's really the only negative one I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't, I and want you, people to be honest. If it doesn't, yep. if it's not right for you, then it ain't right for you. Yeah. Well, and I think you bring up a good point, right? And I think what you did and how you handled it is exactly how you handled it. I mean, you know, I'm in social media, media and digital marketing, and I've been in politics. And, you know, the first reaction is when someone negatively uh, comments or you know, gives you negative feedback is to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's like the worst thing you can do. Correct. Um, and I, I was just talking to an individual the other day. I was sitting down having coffee with them, and she was talking about how this individual letter made a horrible negative review about her on their uh, Facebook page. And she went on there and def defended herself and got kind of shitty with her. The next thing you know, the lady took that review and put it all over Yelp everywhere you can think of. And it was on every single Facebook page locally and just went after her. And I said, but if you maybe didn't attack her in your response, you probably wouldn't have had that, right? Sometimes it's just to let it go, take it for what it is and move on. Appreciate their business, right? Appreciate them reviewing it and, and just let it be. But, you know, feeding negativity with negativity is just going to blow up in your face. And I, it's one thing I tell people when they handle social media, do not get in arguments in your comment section or anybody's comment section, because it will not go well for you at all. The reality is social media is here and gone tomorrow, right? People will forget about it, but you keep going. That stays out there a lot longer. So, yeah, I agree 100%. Plus, man, I don't have time. I'm not a five-year-old kid. I'm not looking for drama <laughs> over beard products, yeah. you know, feel how you want to feel baby. And I'm moving on, you know, yeah. it's as simple as that. Well, uh, sometimes I can be a five-year-old kid, not because like, you know, I, I, if you know me and you follow me, there's sometimes you like to know, I like to, uh, poke the bear every now and then just to see what kind of, uh, reactions I can get out of people, but it's nothing in regards to me. It's usually politics or something funny. So, yeah, well, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how okay it is, but I, I'm kind of sadistic that way. Sometimes I like say, you know what, let's go drop a bomb and let's see what, 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 what shit can I stir up today? Yeah, uh, okay, I, I need man. some entertainment. Let's, let's see what happens, but <laughs>
<laughs> so, so now, I mean, you got this, this is your business, man. You got it going. It's full time, right? I mean, is that stressful? Or is this kind of like, you know what? I'm happy. This is what I want to be doing. I'm doing something for the first time in my life that I, you know, this is what I want to be doing. Tell me about that feeling. Well, I'm definitely always get caught up in times where when I finally get some alone time, maybe everybody's asleep already and I'm actually getting the, I'm, I'm a night owl. It still stems from me working third shift all those years. Mm -hmm. So um, it's my time to reflect for lack of better terms. And sometimes I can sit back and be like, damn, man, you know, I started this just as a, a thing for myself. And, you know, obviously I'm not huge by no means, but even to get it to the point where I've gotten it in just two years, I'm like, man, dude, that's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool, man, you know, and to have people that enjoy it as much as they do. And, and like you said earlier, having people get a hold of you and, and tell you how much they enjoy something that you, you literally made with your hands and came up with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely gratifying, man, but I don't take it for granted. Uh, my, I, I, like I said earlier, I've always been this dreamer type of person. My uncle, Adam mentioned earlier, is a musician and is a very, very good musician in the Indianapolis area. And uh, it's always nice now to be able to, since I can't do music, this is my form of art. So mm -hmm. it, it just, it keeps you constantly able to think and constantly able to create new things. You never, it's not like, well, I got to go in here and make some of this now because you're, you're constantly have the opportunity to come up with new things if you so choose and your brain always gets to be exercised by by thinking of things so so far so good man i really enjoy being able to work for myself obviously you know uh, there's always those periods where it's a little down compared to maybe last month so you got to make sure that you, you get your shit squared mm -hmm. away but but um being able to to do what i want to do wake up when i want to wake up grind as hard or as little as i want to um is 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 a nice period in my life right now i'll say yeah. that and that, that is i mean i just think that's awesome you followed a passion you went with it you love to do what you do i mean you're an artist and i i i made comments about that several times so i'm glad you're not offended when i say that because i truly believe that's what you are but to take your art put it out in the world to be have it so well received and uh you know it, it, to see you put the passion behind it and to be able to support yourself and your family with it that's that is that is just gratifying to me and i i you know it's tough. It's really hard. I mean, there's days when I started my business and I still think like, what the hell am I doing? You know, <laughs> yeah, sometimes man. it'd be easier just to have that nine to five yep. uh, where it's like you sit there and go the stability behind it. But you know what? It's only stable until it's not. And Correct. I, and I have been in that situation before and that's, and that sucks. And dealing with that type of emotion, I believe is way worse than failing at something myself, right? Uh, I have nobody to blame but myself if I fail. The others, you know, you can come up with lots of excuses, but man, what you do is an amazing thing. I, I think it's totally cool. I, I, you know, hats off to you. I wish more people would follow their dreams like that and put as much passion as you do, man. So you got a great product. I truly, truly, truly love it and truly enjoyed having you on, man. Well, I truly, truly appreciate you having me on, buddy. It's yeah. always a good time to get down, sit down and talk to you, man. I know we get to talk every once in a while, but I was really looking forward to getting down yeah. and uh, sitting down and getting to spend a little bit of time with you. So where, where, where do we take this, man? What's the next level for Anyaker and Adam? Man? Where, where are we going with this? 
Um, you know, gonna get a factory down there and start kicking this stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, eventually that would be great, man. I mean, we're really close to reaching the next level, man. So I really want to focus this year on, like I said, maybe taking a backseat to creating new things and focusing more on growing the great idea, you know, growing it as a whole, uh, because we are really close to, to breaking through another barrier. Um, you know, it's just about getting it out there. So I need to sit down and focus on, on that a little more than sitting in the, the the lab for lack of better terms thinking of new things and selling to the same people i need to to grow it a little bit so that's the focus for this year well i I mean i think it's cool i mean you got the beard you're manly right and you're 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 pushing masculinity back out there in a time where i think sometimes masculinity has been attacked and you know in the past beards have not been always well received they made a comeback um i always say that's because some you know I'm going to watch what I say, but some wimp <laughs> uh, who couldn't grow a beer decided that it's unprofessional to have one in the workplace. Uh, but they're making a comeback and you don't see that as often. But, you know, masculinity, it has been attacked. I mean, it, it, I feel like it's been attacked because sometimes it's, it's wrong to be masculine. And, you know, I have no problem. You know, I can, my, my shirt says, what, make make America bearded again, right? That's, yeah, right on. I mean, come on, Abe Lincoln, Santa Claus, uh, Vikings. Yeah. You know, Jesus, what, what, how, yeah. Could you, how, how could you go wrong with those individuals, right? So That's right, um, man. You know, and it, but, you know, I mean, what are your thoughts about, you know, beards in the, uh, I guess, in the professional or the corporate world or just, you know, masculinity in general? Is, is well, it? Yeah, I think I think society has changed a lot in the facts that, you know, I mean, tattoos and things like that are 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 being forced to be acceptable because so many people have that stuff these Mm -hmm. days. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, when I started growing this thing out, I wasn't real sure how the gym owners would take it, you know, Um, but I kind of just put caution to the wind and knew that my performance on the job was such that they would be stupid to tell me anything different, like shave my beard. and I had made it known that if I had to shave the beard, I was going to leave. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I mean, sometimes you got it. Sometimes it's, you know, it'd be different if I didn't take care of the beard curfew. You know, I understand, you know, you want your employees to look, you know, rep, you know, representable and stuff. So, you know, if I just woke up in the morning and didn't do anything with this Brillo pad I have on my face, you know, I can see where maybe, uh, you know, Hey, Adam, do something with that, you know, kind of yeah, like right. an employee coming to work and not brushing her hair, or not brushing their teeth or whatever, you know, but, uh, as long as it's well taken care of, man, beards can look good. You can throw a suit on with a beard. You can rock yep. whatever you want with the beard and it still look good. So it's a matter of just taking care of it. Yeah. I, I, I was sitting in the barbershop one day and they were, you know, I was going with the straight razor and all that fun stuff. And the guy next to me was like, man, I would love to grow a beard, but man, my boss, she doesn't like him. And she said, and it's against company policy. And I'm like, well, then quit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, why would you ever yeah. work for somebody who's going to base your performance off of what you look like? I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, here, I, I'm in the business community, right? I'm a business consultant. And, you know, I plant my flag. If you think it's unprofessional, that's great. But at the end of the day, if you're going to judge me based what's on my face and not the fact that I just saved you $1.1 million, so I took your revenue from 2.2 to 5, then that's on you. You've got, an, right. you, you've got a problem, not me. That's uh, right. And so, you know, go with the clean shaving punk who doesn't know shit or go with me, the cool guy. So, right. That's exactly. My <laughs> it's a good opinion, man. All right. right. <laughs> well, my man. Thank you for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you. Thank you for the collaboration. I'm so stoked 
for you that hashtag fizz was such, such a huge success. And I look forward not only to helping it grow, but helping you wherever I can. I mean, I truly appreciate our friendship we've had. And, you know, I, you know, hopefully, you know, the continued success for Anyaker Beard products uh, goes and, you know, you reach your dreams, man. I truly, truly appreciate it. Well, I appreciate that, man. And uh, I'm glad that you like the product and I'm honored that you actually reached out to me to do the collab, man, because like we talked about earlier, there's a million different other companies out there that, uh, that you could have uh, talked about doing that with. So the opportunity, it was all my pleasure, man. I'm glad it's worked out well. It's going to stick around. We'll keep making it until people tell me they're not going to buy it anymore, which I don't think is going to happen. So, <laughs> right. so we'll, we'll keep Curfee's line out there rocking, baby. All right, the hashtag, but actually I've got a, I've got a, bottle right here that's what it looks like let me hold it here for a second so it stays focused yeah uh, your camera's better than mine yeah so this is that hashtag biz right there guys uh there's actually the podcast so yeah pretty cool awesome stuff awesome stuff before before i sign off man is there anything else that you want to plug uh anything coming up that you want to get out there uh, not really, man. I mean, not really. Like I said, we, we fly by the seat of the pants, man. I'm, I, I'm not, I don't have any big announcements of any new releases, man. I want to take my time on that, but, uh, you know, anybody that listens that, uh, that hasn't tried Han Yaker, I encourage you to do so. Um, you know, we're pretty confident in the product and we think you'll like it. And, uh, it, you know, a lot of misconception real quick. I'm not gonna take up a lot of time, but a, a, no, you're fine. Little, take time. A little misconception is, you know, well, I don't grow a long beard like yours, Adam or whatever, but the oil is for the skin, not mm -hmm. necessarily for the hair. So if you are somebody who, like I used to be, that used to keep a tight scruff type thing and your face starts itching or whatever that's, that's what the oil's yep. for so you just put some in your palm get your fingers and just rub it into your skin and that will take care yep. of that itch it will make it a lot more comfortable for you if you were to get to like curfew's length or whatever then you can start using the butters and balms and things like that but definitely if you're somebody who likes to keep any kind of beard I definitely suggest some beard oil to help uh with your skin and uh but yeah man well you know what i say men who think beards are too itchy they find manlyhood too heavy so that's who i like it <laughs> i probably should watch what i say right <laughs> <laughs> i like it man oh man um you want to share uh where people can find you on social media or anything like that yeah man um i'm at uh, on instagram at at hanyaker beard co and on facebook hanyaker beard co um website www.hanyakerbeardco.com um and just for your listeners man like if anybody hasn't tried it and they want to try it out if they want to use the uh, code first 15 that'll save them some money on the first order so awesome you guys got that code 15 you said first 15 first 15 like, like all right. spelled out the word f-i-r-s-t 15 all right cool yep. awesome there well there you have it friends my good friend mr adam han from anyaker beard company love you man and thank you for being a friend and coming on the show Truly appreciate right, it. Right back at you, buddy. Good hanging right. with you. All right, man. I want to remind everyone to subscribe to the show on your favorite platform and then leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show today. As always, I'm grateful for all of our listeners who tune in on all the platforms all over the world. I also want to share with everyone that you can purchase, as we mentioned, Anyaka Beer products at www.anyakerbeard.com code.com i don't know i don't really need to say www anymore do i, I always do it too i think it's i know right I'm getting old right <laughs> but anyway there you can purchase his new hit uh, uh scent called hashtag biz and actually soon to be the award-winning scent hashtag biz yeah man uh, 
uh, based off our podcast and myself. And you can pick up hashtag biz, ACS Wolfpack, and other hashtag biz with the beer products, uh, merchandise, and gear at my website at acsexec.com. See, I left the WW. Not a boy. <laughs> well, there you have it, friends. Another show is in the books, but never fear. The beard will always be here until next episode. Same beer time, same beer channels. Thank you for listening to Hashtag Biz with the Beard podcast. Remember, every genius idea starts with the stroke of a beard. Have a successful day. Hey, Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald fans. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It was brought to you by ACS Executives. Let me ask you something. As an entrepreneur or business owner, are you tired of struggling with running your business? Do you feel you can drive more revenue, improve your profits, and run more efficiently if you had a little help? Well, you are not alone, and there is a solution for you. Like many small businesses, as the owner, you wear a lot of hats. And why wouldn't you? You started this thing, so you're very careful and particular about it. Well, at ACX Executives, we do a deep dive into your business to help your business grow revenues, improve profits, acquire capital, and run more efficiently. We just don't point out problems. We help you resolve them through our family of companies and the solutions they provide. We share some of the best practices and processes and coach you and your team through them. Our suite of quality products and services will help you get there quickly and smoothly. That's how we ensure your success. So visit us at acsexec.com or call us at 1-800-495-6505 and schedule a free 
30-minute consulting assessment. Have a successful day, and we hope you enjoy today's episode of Hashtag Biz with Beard and Bald.